Shadow's Bastion, a By Gods and Kings story, takes place in the fictional world of Dunai. All of these works are available to read on Kindle Vela and are available shortly after this release. For more information on By Gods and Kings, please visit our website, bygodsandkings.com, or follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Chapter 2 A Brief Stroll Through the Mountains The Ceratos Mountains split the continent of Quor into two halves. While various paths existed between the mountains, there was only one direct path over it. The cities of Firak on the eastern half and Melor on the western half were connected by the single path that went over the mountains. Though dangerous and filled with various creations of Valkus, merchants traversed the path regularly without having to hire too much muscle. Rizali and Kuros walked along the path quietly, having just left the city of Melor. Firak was only a day away by foot and the two followers of Darien were ahead of schedule. They stopped for a few supplies and to rest, but they didn't stay long. Their legs were getting tired, but their will drove them forward up the inclines and harsh terrain of the mountain. Conversations between the two were sparse and brief, with Kuros asking questions and Rizali answering them bluntly without much follow-up. After a few hours on the path, mostly up an incline, Rizali finally chimed in and broke the silence. Keep your wits about you. There's no telling what may or may not interrupt our trip to Fierak, stated Rizali as they made their way across the large rocks. Kuros chuckled while following closely behind Rizali. I'm sure we're in great danger from the minions of Alcus, laughed Kuros. Rizali took in a very deep breath and sighed loudly. Disrespect the followers of Alcus at your own peril, fool, she seethed. Many of his followers possess a power that even I cannot fathom. Kuros continued to laugh. Like what? Do you need to make fire to light a forge? Rizali stopped and turned around to face Kuros, locking eyes with him to show how serious she was. A few of his followers can melt the earth beneath your feet so that you suffocate within the grains of dirt, she explained. While yes, the bulk of his followers are peaceful artisans, there are a few within his ranks that are adept warriors and it is wise to not cross them. I should keep my eyes open then, replied Kuros, before stopping at the sound of rustling gravel. Perhaps you should, announced a voice from behind a large rock formation. Kuros glanced around frantically while Rizali stood completely still. She closed her eyes and took in a deep breath of the mountain air. And what brings the great archer of Darien to the Ceratos? asked a voice from behind the rocks. Kuros reached to his side and grabbed his mace while Rizali lowered her chin into her chest and smirked. Seriously? laughed Rizali lightheartedly. She looked up and turned toward a large stone that bordered the path. Come on out, Coobs. You're not the person who hides behind a stone, and you're definitely not someone who wants a fight. Rizali moved her right leg to the side and shifted her body to line up with the stone. Behind it, the sound of rustling gravel beneath someone's feet could be heard. A short, stocky man emerged slowly from behind the stone. His hands were open, but in his right hand was a small ball of fire and in his left were stones, spinning in a circle around themselves. Why are you here? he chimed out. We're just passing through on our way to Fierak, Koobs. Lower your magic, continued Rizali. We're not here to fight Valkus or any of his army of blacksmiths. Koobs moved toward the two followers of Darien with his hands still ignited. Answer my question, Rizali. Why are you here, and who is this person with you? Rizali held her hands up with her palms out. Koobs, we are just traveling to Fierak, and then we will be heading to Shorek. I'm escorting the priest to the Grand Temple. Koobs left his hands ignited for a few seconds before finally rescinding the magic back into his palms. He took a step toward Rizali as she left her hands up, though Kuros was still holding his mace. I would appreciate it if the priest would lower his weapon said Koobs as he shifted his eyes over to Kuros. He may be a priest, but he still possesses some of the knowledge of Darien. He's just a priest, Koobs. Relax, quipped Rizali. 
He's not even a very good one. That's why I'm taking him to Shorek for some extra training with the High Priest. The High Priest of Darien would spend time with a lowly priest to train him, questioned the skeptical Koobs. Rizali shrugged with her palms still open, trying to show Koobs that she was not there to harm him. I have no idea what the fool wants with his priest, Koobs. I was only asked to take him to Shorek. My family knows the High Priest. That is why I'm being taken there, inserted Kuros. I'm sorry I didn't tell you that sooner. Rizali shifted her attention away from Koobs and over to Kuros. So you're telling me that the reason you were chosen was because of your family? Groaned Rizali. She stepped toward Kuros with her finger pointed directly at his nose. I never thought I'd be hand-delivering some spoiled brat during my days of servitude. Kuros placed his mace back on his side slowly. I apologize for not telling you sooner, he said again. While I would love to be entertained by your squabble, how about we discuss a little more why you decided to travel over the mountains instead of by the seas around Quar? questioned Koobs. This is not favorable territory to you, Razali. Koobs, we have no quarrel with you and Darien has no quarrel with your god, explained Razali. He keeps to himself in his forge and doesn't get involved. Razali remained still with her eyes fixed to Koobs. Again, I apologize, but will you please let us pass? Koobs lowered his guard and folded his arms across his chest nonchalantly. So I see Darien's god touched her no more than babysitters now. That's quite fitting for someone of your abilities, Rizali, laughed Koobs as he mocked Rizali. Rizali glanced down at the ground and shifted her eyes in disappointment. I suppose at this moment I am, she admitted reluctantly. Maybe your allegiance should change then, continued Koobs. Perhaps your gifts would be better served under a god who appreciates and understands your abilities. Rizali let out a loud cackle at the words spat out from Koobs' mouth. Like Valkus? A god who has no need or want for god touch, so he just makes a few so that they'll leave him alone? Koobs sighed softly while looking down his nose at Rizali. While my god is quite gifted, I don't think you would do well under his eyes. I was thinking Dahar or even Nerilil. The goddess of life does have some abilities that I am jealous over. I will confess that, friend, but I have no interest in shifting my allegiance to another. I am quite content with the god of order. So you're jealous over her ability to grant life where there isn't, inquired Koobs. Rosali nodded. I am, but not enough to turn my back on Darien. Rosali smiled and shrugged her shoulders nonchalantly. My god has bestowed me with some fantastic and amazing abilities. I am quite powerful because of Darien's gifts. While I am envious over Dahar and some of the things she and her followers can do, I will not leave the order. I am a willful servant of Darien and that will never change. Koobs smirked. Fine, be that way, he continued. However, inform your god and your high priest when you reach Shorek. This mountain path is not open to you and your kind. You will have to take the seas where your ally Xylene can grant you safe passage. Kuro stepped forward and peered over to Koobs. Are you inferring that your allies do not get safe passage across the seas? Koobs chuckled. Are you assuming they do? asked Koobs rhetorically. The god of the tides goes out of his way to sink the boats of those who do not follow his commands. I think both of us can agree that Xylene is quite the bastard, but I will relay your message to the High Priest, inserted Rizali, before the tensions could boil over. Koobs, it was good to see you again. And you, Rizali. Hopefully this war doesn't tear Dunai asunder and we can enjoy each other's company again, stated Koobs as he took a step away. Hurry to Fierak, the tavern should have the evening stew ready if you're hungry. Kuros felt his stomach rumble at the mention of stew. Though he had never had the famed Fierak tavern stew, merchants and travelers alike talked about how hearty and succulent it was. That does sound pretty nice. It does, smiled Rizali with Koobs disappearing back into the rocks, entering a hidden cavern that was out of sight. The two began their trek again, hoping to avoid any more distractions or unpleasant encounters. Was that one of the warriors of Falcus that I should have been afraid of? asked Kuros as they walked away from Koobs. Rizali smirked and nodded. He's one of the more devout followers of Valkus, 
but he is also very peaceful, usually, answered Rosali. I've never heard of him fighting any others in anger, only in defense. However, he is very powerful, hence why I didn't want to incite him. I understand, continued Kuros. I appreciate you avoiding any conflict with him. Rosali nodded. There was never going to be a conflict, but there might be now, threatened Rosali as she glanced over at Kuros. Are you really from a prominent family with the connections to the high priest? Kuros laughed and shook his head vehemently. No, I'm from a modest family in Merdul. I have no connections whatsoever to Shorek or the high priest, he laughed. Your deception skills rival that of Malaris, she huffed. That was quite good. Darien prides us on being resourceful. I saw an opportunity and I exploited it, continued Kuros. I didn't mean to overstep. Please forgive me if you feel slighted. Rosali smiled and shook her head before chuckling. I'm not offended or slighted. If anything, I'm impressed, she said proudly. There may be more to you than what I initially thought. No wonder you were picked for this mission. Kuros nodded. I sure hope so. Don't doubt yourself. If you were that resourceful and quick on your feet, you'll be fine, she continued. But do me a favor. When we get to Sunshire, don't become too friendly with the locals, especially the Dorvos. While they are our allies and fiercely devoted Sayeria, I can attest that you should never trust them. They have their own agendas, just as we have ours. Kuros nodded as they continued along the path, noticing smoke coming up over the ridge. The city of Firak was in front of them, which meant Sunshire was just a little ways away. We'll take a boat in Firak to Sunshire to speed this up, announced Rosali as they continued along the path. Tahar has a temple somewhere in Firak, so we will need to be aware of her followers. They typically don't get involved in quarrels openly, so as long as we don't seek them out, we should be fine. How will we get a boat then? inquired Kuros. The harbor is on the edge of the city and we can reach it without having to go within the walls, answered Rosali. It'll make our passage much easier. Besides, my legs are tired and we can use this trip as an excuse to get some rest. Kuros continued to walk along the path. But what of the famed Firak stew? he asked. Rosali laughed and shook her head as the smoke continued to paint the sky in front of them. There is always time for stew, Kuros. We would like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. More content will be coming out on a regular basis. For more on By Gods and Kings, please visit www.bygodsandkings.com or www.scriptcrypt.com.